everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney Travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobratic. And I'm Amelia Bellobratic. And today, there's lots going on with the foodie guide from the brand new Disney Jollywood Nights. Yes, and I have to say, this is episode 200 of the show. We don't usually talk about the numbers, but wow, when we started this, we did not think we would be going for 200 weeks and counting. And so thank you for listening. We'll say that straight off the top. Let's talk about Jollywood Nights, the food and other events happening there. And this is probably one of the most exciting launches of a party or event Disney's ever had, because I've never really seen them talking about it so much on Good Morning America and all their other channels. And interestingly, they've been referring to it as an adults party. And I thought adults, I mean, it's adult oriented, I think is what they mean. It is not a 21 plus party, but they are definitely catering it to not kids. I think that's essentially what they mean. I mean, Amelia, 15 now, you were how old when we started this show? 11. Wow, that's crazy. So 15 now. Perfectly good to go to this party. She's excited. They're encouraging people to really dress up in your finest sort of 1920s of glitzy apparel. And the food and drink that we're about to talk about really reflects what this party's all about. Lots going on and it kicks off in just a few weeks. Yeah, it's crazy. It kicks off on November 11th and there are only 10 of them. And I'm going to tell you, we love Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. We are doing these back-to-back, so we will get a very good sense of how they stack up one after another. We love the Very Merry Christmas Party, and I think it's gotten better. It was great last year. I'm ready for this one to be great. Hollywood Studios, let's give it your best shot. All right, so let's kick off with our top picks from the Foodie Guide. Remember, check the blog on the website at 1923mainstreet.com for the full Foodie Guide, and all our picks are noted. All right, I'm going to kick it off right off the bat. At the Holiday Fiesta in La Calle at the ABC Commissary, the chicken empanadas with street corn. Yes, these look so good. Yeah, these um, look amazing. And there's some chili peppers, lime, and cotija cheese in there. Next, we have the yuca con... Chicharron! Yes, this is a fried pork belly, yuca, red pickled onions, and chili pepper lime seasoning as well. Uh, actually, that's at the same place, and we have several picks from here. So they're having a whole street party around this. That's why it's the Fiesta en la Calle. So this is the Latin-themed part of Jollywood Nights. I'm also going for the shredded short rib and Monterey Jack cheese served with a consomme dip. So it's like a dip. And then also the coconut rice pudding with caramel rum sauce and cinnamon. You know, I'm going to be full. So we better do this right away. Oh, yes. I also had the Mexican hot cocoa cheesecake, which is a spiced chocolate cheesecake on a chocolate cookie base topped with vanilla whipped cream and cocoa powder with a chocolate handle. Lots going on there. And lastly, to wash it all down, I especially want to try the Zero Proof Pina Colada, which is Lear's Spiced Canned Spirit, Coconut, Pineapple, and Lime. Yeah, Amelia loves her Zero Alcohol Pina Colada, so she was quite happy to see one on the menu because they're not that easy to find at Disney They're just my favorite thing. All right, at Dockside Diner, we all know is great for usually hot dogs, not during Jollywood nights. And there I will get the Spicy Pimento Kimchi Dip. Topped with chives and served with fresh house-made wonton chips. So it's a chips and uh, chips and dip dish. Wow, that was a mouth teaser there. I'm going to try there. And also, I might pick up a little adult cocktail, the Naughty or Nice, 
which is Crown Royal whiskey and ginger mixed with orange, cranberry, and grapefruit juices topped with fresh cranberries. So very festive drink. Yes, very exciting. Next up at Epic Eats, I have the S'mores Funnel Cake. And this is a giant roasted marshmallow with chocolate and marshmallow sauce topped with chocolate curls and cinnamon cereal served on a mini funnel cake. Well, I'm not a huge funnel cake fan, but at the same place at Epic Eats, I will try the spicy Korean chicken funnel cake. I'd try a bit of that too. Yeah, okay. So that's what I'm going to try there. Now, Fairfax Fair, you know, lots of food there over towards Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster Way. What are you picking from Fairfax Fair? Yes, a couple things. First off, I have the Just the Sides popover, which is mac and cheese, some savory collard greens and ham topped with cornbread crumbs and a house-made popover. You know, I have to say these dishes, I'm going to be curious to see because from the photos, they look like they're sort of going to be hard to eat. Like they look like, they look great. They look like restaurant dishes. They look like restaurant dishes. I'm thinking, how are we going to walk around? They're not really bites or are they? We'll have to see how they package them. They look good though. But it's incredible what we're saying to you here because they've really upped their game for Jollywood Nights. They are putting a lot into this party. And I don't, I'm not trying to sell Disney here, but if you haven't booked it, there are nights with tickets left. It sounds like it's going to be quite amazing. We're really looking forward to it. Yeah, the same place has also got the PB&J donut, which is a glazed donut with creamy peanut butter and great jelly dipped in a dark chocolate with crushed house-made salt and vinegar chips. Yeah, and also there at Fairfax Fair, I like the frozen banana. So I'm going to try this Kermit's Frozen Banana Bliss. It's a frozen banana and white chocolate with caramel swirls on there, topped with matcha whipped cream and sprinkles. And also I might grab a mistletoe martini of course how can you not tito's vodka saint germain elderflower with cranberry juice and cranberry i'm gonna have lots of cranberry cocktails yeah i might have to take a sip of that non-alcoholic one sounds delicious then at the market they have frozone's snowball macaroons or macaron if you're in france well they use two o's i know I know so they say macaroon. macaroons, but we say macaroons. So it's a macaroon. This is a coconut macaron dipped with blue vanilla frosting and topped with white snowflake sprinkles. I think you're getting a drink there as well, aren't you? I am. I'm very excited about this. The spiced apple cider, which is just apple cider and spinamon. Spinamon. Apple uh, cider. I might be spinamon after too many cocktails. Which is just apple cider and sp- cinnamon with an apple chip garnish, non-alcoholic. And I have to say, over at the, there are several bar locations throughout the party. Did you have anything before the bar locations? Yes, I did. All right, go ahead. Just this for my plant-based people out there, the gingerbread bites at some outdoor vending locations look quite good as well. Oh yeah, you got to have gingerbread bites for Christmas. Come that, on, it's so that makes festive. A lot of sense. Yeah, so there is a zero-proof gingerbread spritzer. I thought you might like this. It's liar spiced cane sugar spirit. With gingerbread syrup and club soda garnished with a gingerbread bite. Oh, yeah. I'm giving that yeah. a try. Yeah. That's definitely worth I'll take a sip of that. And then finally, Joffrey's has got to be getting in the game, of course. So at the Joffrey's Coffee Carts, there's one that caught my attention. It is the Tinseltown Teeny. So this one has cold brew coffee with Kahlua, so it's an adult one, and Grey Goose vodka with a hint of light cream and a fresh dash of whipped cream and cocoa. I think that would be for mommy. That'll be one for her. Yeah. For those of us under 21, the Round'em Up Latte, which is a merry blend of espresso, cookie butter syrup, dolce de leche sauce, and milk topped with fluffy whipped cream, playful animal crackers, and festive sprinkles is available hot or iced and at the location in Toy Story Land. I want to try this so badly you do not understand. Thank goodness there is a coffee that is not peppermint. Now, I have to say... 
we have talked about the two special events that are there. There's one at the Hollywood Brown Derby, and there's one at the Tower of Terror, which I want to go to. They have not really given a ton of information because these are limited number of people allowed. For one of them, somewhere once I read, they're going to do sort of like you join a virtual wait list. So it sounds like you may have to sign up for a virtual queue to get into these parties. I personally want to try the one at Tower of Terror if we can get into it. I am not going to ruin my whole night waiting in line for something, however, because there's too much going on. We'll get into it in a minute. They are also doing a virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance that night. So if you're going to the party at 6 p.m., you can go into the park at 7 at Hollywood Studios, but at 6 p.m., you do not have to be in the park. The virtual queue will open for Rise of the Resistance if you want to make that part of your Jollywood nights. For me personally, I'm not going to. There's too much going on, right? I don't want to, I don't mind quick rides, but if virtual queue means you got sort of got to run over there when you're called. What's your thought on that? I don't know. I think it's tricky because there's just so much going on at this party. Well, let's get into that, actually. It's not just about eating and drinking. Exactly. But this party, even excluding eating and drinking, has a lot going on that regular Hollywood doesn't have. So I definitely want to experience that and less so do what I could do with the lightning. Yeah, that's my feeling as well, because they're really going all out for this. Almost worth getting there early and doing that other stuff first. So there's two brand new shows. Yes. So at first they have the Disney holidays in Hollywood at Theater of the Stars is a star-studded show with the grand tradition holiday specials. Yeah, it sounds like they're sort of making it like, well, maybe not so much for you, but when I was a kid, they used to have these big holiday specials and with singing and dancing. And so I think that's what this sounds like. Well, they've got some special guests. Uh, Who are the special guests? They've got Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy, as seen in those D23 videos. They've also got Tiana, Belle, and of course, Mickey and Minnie Mouse. All right, so this sounds like it'll be a good one. But that's the one, if we do a show, we don't usually do shows also for the same reason. I tend to like to mosey around at these events and catch everything that's going on as opposed to standing in line or watching a show, but we'll see how it is here. But the second show is a little bit different. The second show is What This, What's Tim this? Burton's What's this? The Nightmare Before Christmas sing-along, which is at the Hyperion Theater where Jack Skellington will take us on, well, his version of A Christmas Journey. So people who ask, is The Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween or a Christmas? Disney's saying it's Christmas, I think. Although they do have them at Halloween, so they're hedging. I'm sorry. It's literally called The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. It's very clearly a November movie. All right. And there's more things that aren't just a show, thank goodness. So Mickey, Minnie, and Friends will have new glitzy glam Hollywood outfits on. And you can meet them in a sort of vintage vibe. I'm so excited for these outfits because I know what my glitzy glam vibe is and I can't wait to see Minnie match it. This will be taking place at the Animation Courtyard, which is sort of over where the Star Wars launch bay was or is. So that's where you can catch Mickey and Minnie. And it sounds like it's a meet and greet. Now, lots of dancing all over the park as well. Yeah. So first off, they've got some, you know, casual music at the entrance. And Echo Lake will be a sort of spot for the classic Disney Channel favorites, things like that. You can get your social media shots in front of a new neon sign before, you know, the dance parties and everything like that. All Disney PhotoPass photos from the party are included with the price of the ticket. Well, that's good if you don't have a PhotoPass, yeah. Pretty good, I would say, because that's not always assumed to be the case. More photo ops have, you know... 
There's a robotic arm magic shop, which will capture red carpet moments with glamorous videos. Oh, so that's cool. You get to be walking down. It sounds like it's a video shot of you on the red carpet. Mm. I wonder who they're going to put in it. You're probably walking down the red carpet with Minnie or something like that. We might have to do that. See, this is where you decide. Do I want to line up for the show or do I want to line up for this? I mean, we're going to have to see how... Mm busy this night is well there's a couple different shots there's also a camera array magic shot which is seven cameras that will shoot a boomerang style photo of groups in front of the jollywood nights backdrop oh, so they're making special yeah that's that makes sense yes and disney hollywood studios will once again present this you know sunset seasons greeting nightly as the tower of terror has the holiday scenes as snowfalls from sunset boulevard yeah and there's more going on like it's not just jollywood nights they're actually adding festive Christmas cheer to the Magic Kingdom as well. And yeah, not and just I during, love it. Not just during the Christmas party, which is cool. Kicking off on November 7th, what are they doing at MK? They are going to have a new frozen holiday surprise, Olaf decorating Cinderella Castle. They also have live on stage the new holiday looks for Anna, Elsa, Olaf, and Kristoff. And it all ends with Elsa adding the finishing touches that transform Cinderella Castle into... Would you be shocked? A shining, shimmering, crystallized palace. Yeah, and I read they're going to leave it that way for the whole night. So she'll sort of do it and it'll transform the castle and it'll stay that way for the rest of the evening. So And are they bringing back the lights? You can get the No, they will never bring back the lights <sighs> anymore because you can't do projections over the lights. Yes, you can. No, you can't. All right. Can and what would Christmas onto be? the lights, Disney, Moving on. on. <laughs> what would Christmas be without all the hotel, not all the hotels, and their fantastic gingerbread displays and in case you're wondering the construction going on at the grand floridian which is the flagship gingerbread display i talked to a cast member because we're staying there and she hinted strongly that disney imagineers and fairy dust will have a pixie dusted lobby that has been all cleared to have the gingerbread house in place for christmas construction free all right, yes. So let's list them all. If you want to see gingerbread in the hotels, here's where you go. Yes, these six deluxe resorts are definitely places you need to stop in. Animal Kingdom Lodge, Beach Club Resort, Boardwalk Resort, Contemporary Resort, Yacht Club Resort, and Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. And of course, the Christmas tree stroll will be going on at Disney Springs. It's pretty yes. cool. I mean, it's, I love this. Yeah, I like it too. It's definitely worth going. Starting November 10th at Disney Springs, you can visit Santa Claus at Once Upon a Toy and enjoy the Christmas tree stroll with 19 Disney themed Christmas trees. Yeah, we didn't even see them all last year. So there's it's lots of stuff. It's kind of hard to, to see explore. them all. So. Lots of stuff going on for Christmas. We just rifled through it here, but check out the show notes for more details if you want to think about it. And finally, we'll just mention, as Amelia mentioned off the top, Blizzard Beach is reopening on November 6th. And I thought, hey, finally, we're having two water parks. No, Typhoon Lagoon closes the day before on November 5th. Are you kidding? So we're still at the, you know, swap out water park thing. They are selling some sort of strange winter water park seasonal pass for 79 bucks, but... I don't know. It's pretty cold sometimes in the winter, and the park's often close. Cold in terms of swimming. So anyway, Blizzard Beach. I do like Summit Plummet. I don't think I'll ever go in the winter, but hey, if you want to, it'll be open. So there you have it, everyone. There's blizzards enough. (laughs) Yeah, there's blizzards enough where we live. So festive holiday cheer. We are so looking forward to this back-to-back party scene coming for us about a week before Christmas. So we'll definitely be in the festive spirit. Thanks for listening. Let us know which of the two are of interest to you. We'll see you again next week and have a magical day. Bye-bye.